Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast, a discussion about how to live a loving life. I'm Reg Lloyd, and we're having a conversation with Kenny Vaughn. And today, Kenny, we're talking about the third thing that you say love is, and that is that love is truthful. You open up that section of your book by saying, being truthful means more than just telling the truth as we see it. It means having the courage to look for the real truth. Now, this has to be loaded with meaning. Where are you going with that? Okay, so love is truth, is what First Corinthians tell us, and I'm talking. I'm saying we should be truthful, I meaning truthful in what we what we speak and what we do, but we should be seeking the truth at all costs because we're making decisions all the time. That I'm talking about every interaction we have with everybody, everywhere, all the time, and it's all based on what we perceive, and what we perceive is not always the truth. And then we make little decisions early on based on what we believe is true that usually determine how we treat people, what we do, what we don't do, um, even the, all the subtle things we do of how we come across to them or the image that we project to them. And then all of this, you know, in, it, in the big picture, creates the environment we live in. So we're, we are making our own world in that sense. And the world, the world that we don't make the world, but we make the environment of the people and the things and, the, and everything that we're surrounded by all the time. And then we go through life not really acting on the truth, acting on a bunch of false perceptions, and we slowly create a life that we are miserable living in or that's filled with anxiety or this is you know, there's hate and there's bitterness and there's strife and there's all these things. And so we're miserable and we, and, and we don't know what to do. And, and many times it's, at its core, it's because we don't know the truth. Like one of the, one of the messages I want to com- communicate more than anything through this podcast, through the Right Fight book, through every Instagram video, TikTok, all that stuff, I have one message. I want to communicate the truth of what love really is. Because, and, and maybe I'm a fool, I don't think so, because I believe if people really understand what the truth is, they'll be far more likely to follow it. Now, some people won't want the truth no matter what. They don't care what the truth is. But I think most people, if they really know it's the truth, then they're willing to follow it. So then the question becomes, well, how do you know what the truth is? How do you find it? Well, you know truth from God's Word for sure. That is the foundation of all truth is God's Word. But then there's all these little simple truths that that are around us, that are in the people around us, and the, how we're interacting with people that, you know, if we believe a lie— the way we're acting, the things we're doing based on our belief that's a lie, if it were if the lie were true, if I was acting this way and what you were doing was actually what what I thought you were doing and the reason for you doing it was why I thought you were doing it, then what I was doing wouldn't be that bad. It might even be loving, right? But the problem is I do what I do not based on the truth but what I perceive, and I don't care. Okay, I don't care, meaning that I don't, I don't really care what you meant. All I care about is how it made me feel. 
And that's when we start doing things and living our life based on how people make us feel, embracing our feelings. I'm listen, I'm not anti-feeling. We don't control our feelings. I have every I have every feeling everybody else has and more. You know, I promise you don't want to know all feelings I have. Right. But we have a responsibility not to not to ignore our feelings, but to examine our feelings and ask ourselves, is this the truth? And then we have many times truth takes patience, just meaning that I may not know the truth and I may not even be able to know the truth right now. So if I don't know the truth, I need to be as loving as I can until I do know the truth. I need to be patient. I don't need to just go, oh, you know what? I don't really care what the truth is. I know how you made me feel right now. I can figure out what the truth was later, but I know how I feel right now, so I'm going to act how I feel right now. My truth is that you hurt my feelings. Well, that may be true, but it may not be right. Maybe if you knew the real truth, it wouldn't hurt your feelings at all. So you don't, you don't need your truth. You need the truth, okay? So let me give you an example that... um. And this man, you know, we're recording this right after we just did dads, right? So, so this is raw, and this was a this was a, this story I'm gonna share with you was one of the most moving things I've ever seen. Um, but we got this new, we, you know, we have this, we make shields of strength, make this sure we've been in, working in a warehouse for twenty something years. We got this, bought this old abandoned house here in town, and uh, we were gonna remodel it, have our first showroom there. And then continue to do what we do online, sell online, and, and the mail check exchanges, all that good stuff. So we're in the process of doing this, and and we're trying to do most of it ourselves to save the money and the expense. And you know, we know what we have to spend, and we know what it's going to cost to get it done. So we're going to do a lot of this ourselves. So we're doing that, and then there's this group of guys that that my brother knows this guy, and he's going to bring this group of guys to help us. So it's really, it's, say, help us. It's me. I'm, I'm During the day, I'm, I'm there all day, most days. And then there's these four other guys that show up to help us. Well, they don't speak a word of English, okay? And I don't speak a word of Spanish, you know. My Spanish is like, um, hey, Jose, um, you know, you want to uh, go get some uh, gas? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my kids, they grill me all the time. You know what I mean? They're like, Dad, why do you do that? You know, I don't even know why I do them. Like, I'm trying to sound like them, so maybe they can understand me, so I'm trying to. So anyway, these guys show up. Well, when they first get there, the head guy, it doesn't take me long to figure out who the head guy is. I don't like him, okay? I don't even know why I don't like him. I just don't like him. And so we get the job gets going, and, of course, we can't communicate at all. But so I'm just hanging in there for, you know, a few days. And in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, a few more days, and I'm going to be looking for another crew. It's not that they're not working hard. You know, I just I'm perceiving that they don't like me, and I don't like them. That's that's my truth in this moment, okay? So uh, about a two weeks goes by, and I'm, I'm getting about enough of it. They're working hard, uh, but they have they all every day they get their lunch, and they go get, what, tacos, these tacos. I don't know if somebody's mad. I don't know where they're getting this food, man. They're just showing up, <clears throat> all the spread, and they sit down, and I don't speak their language. We're not, we're not really talking to each other. I'm working next to them, but they kind of act like I'm getting in the way, and I probably was half the time. Like, I, I definitely don't know what I'm, I'm doing. I'm just a, the mule, pack mule. They know what they're doing. And, but, and I would sit in my truck and eat, you know, my, my McDonald's or whatever I, <laughs> I was getting for lunch. 
And but one day uh, I thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna go sit down and eat next to them. And it was so awkward, like because I'm thinking they don't like me, I don't really like them. But I just sat down next to them, and I started eating my lunch. I'm not saying anything to them, how to say anything. Well, one of them gets up and brings me a taco, you know, one of their tacos. And so I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I'm gonna eat this thing or not. You know, I don't know what's in here. I'm scared, you know, and they're like just pointing, you know, and put some of this on it and put some of this on it. You know, anyway, we started kind of being friends, right? That's what I'm getting at. We still can't communicate, but we start getting along and they're really working their tail off, you know. And at first, one of the things that bothered me a lot in those first two weeks was they would eat lunch and then they'd go lay down and go to sleep. I mean, I'm, I'm, I got five guys I'm paying by the hour. They're sleeping on the porch. Like It looks like. You know, I don't even know. I drive by. I mean, my friends are pull like, man, what's on them guys sleeping on the front porch? I'm like, man, I don't know, man. I'm about to wake them up and run them all off, you know. But it didn't take me long to figure out, you know, they'd work their tail off. They'd eat their lunch. Man, they could crash within three seconds. They'd be asleep, or at least it looked like it. <laughs> they didn't move for 30 minutes. But then they woke up wide awake, and, man, they worked circles around me till dark, you know. So then I was just like, hey, man, that's okay. So here's where I'm going with this. The job gets shut down, and we'd be kind. We'd we were starting to like each other, you know. Without we don't know each other, we still can't communicate. But somehow we're understanding that we like each other, right? And then the job gets shut down over a bunch of stuff I won't get into, but um, wasn't our fault, by the way. <laughs> so we eventually got it going again. But job job gets shut down, and the guys that come shut the job down. They show up and they start climbing all over these guys. And I'm like, hey, man, if you're going to climb all over someone, climb on me. Leave them alone. Right? I don't know how they knew what I was saying or what was going on, but I think they understood that I was looking out for them. Okay? And so then the job gets shut down, and then they have to leave, and then for the first time they make it real clear. They kind of give me half hugs or whatever, you know, let me know thank you. And, And I can tell that they're sorry. You know, that I was in trouble or whatever was going on. And the city was, anyway, um, you know, we're, we're in a dispute over uh, the amount of water required to do the building and other stuff that we ended up going through and getting resolved. Seven months, we couldn't do any work. Here's where I'm going. About two months into this, we're not allowed to do build things. So I'm the only worker left. And I'm going over there every day, most days, and I'm working by myself, and I'm pulling boards and pulling nails. I'm doing really simple stuff, but stuff cleaning the place up. Everything I can do that doesn't violate what I'm not allowed to do, which is anything they can do. So, But they're seeing me out there, apparently. I didn't know it, but they would drive by and see me working by, my, by myself. So one day, man, all the vehicles pull up. Yeah, Pedro's up front. He's a head man, you know. And uh, he's got Maganez in the passenger seat. He's the mule. That guy works circles around anybody, man. And he's always smiling and always laughing. Chinito's in his little uh, S10 Chevy blazer behind him with the back window knocked out and the table stall hanging out of the back, you know. And their music's playing and they roll up in the driveway. I hear somebody coming, like, what's going on? I go outside. I'm like, Pedro, hey, man, you know, what's going on? And, they're, man, they're getting their tools out. They got the, uh, the generator out. They're firing up the generators. They, and I'm like, and I'm, and I'm trying to tell them, you know, hey, what are y'all doing? We're, you know, we can't work right now, you know. So I'm trying to – we can't communicate, Reggie, okay? We don't understand what each other are saying, but we both have preconceived truths. 
that we know what's going on. My truth is this. They've run out of work. They need to make some money. So they're coming back here and they're going to go back to work. And then, you know, in the week, they're going to be looking for their checks. And I'm trying to help them understand I can't work here. I can't work right now. So I'm saying, listen, guys, thank you so much. But we can't work right now. But we can't communicate. So he pulls out his phone and he's talking Spanish in his phone for Google Translate, you know. And he hits his phone, man. And uh, he said, we want to work for free. They thought I ran out of money, man. Oh, wow. They thought I ran out of money. And they, they wanted to finish the house. They wanted to finish the job for nothing. Can you believe that? And I mean, I felt about this big because... I don't think I'd have done that. You know, if they ran out of money, they ran out of money. I don't think I'd have went and helped them. And um, so my, what am I trying to say? That thank God I just, I was patient. And then I sought truth. And that, and that, you know, the truth that I wanted to communicate to them when that job started, the reason I went and sat down and ate lunch next to them was that, what I cared about most was them, not the job. And I wanted, to, I wanted them to know that I didn't think I was any better than them and that I didn't see myself as their boss, but as their coworker. And I wanted them to know that I was grateful because they were clearly working hard and they were doing a good job, you know? And, um, and by communicating that without even being able to speak the same language, but just by sitting down and eating lunch with them. And before long, man, I was eating tacos like they were going out of style. They were good, by the way. I can tell you where to get them. And, and all the hot sauces and, and their wives made food for us and brought it up there, you know. And, uh, and, then, and then, they, you know, we were fighting over who was going to get lunch. Man, they're my, they're, they're my buddies now. They stop by every now and then and just say hello. You know, but, man, those guys don't have anything. They don't hardly have anything, Reggie. Um, and they wanted to finish my building. But you so you say, go, why in the world would they do that? Like, why? Why do you, why do you want to do that? So I, you know, I asked them why. And, and they say, they try to say, you good man. I'm like, no, man, ain't no good to me, buddy. <laughs> I got bad news. <laughs> you don't want to know what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The only good to me is Jesus. And because I love him and because I want to, I'm learning to love my neighbor I didn't act on all the lies I believed, and I found the truth. And the truth was I was working alongside of some of the best men I ever met in my life. Yeah. I just didn't know it. I've heard you say many times, search for the truth, but know that the truth may be hidden. It's almost always hidden. Always hidden. Yeah, the truth's normally so, hidden. So you got to go dig dig for it? You got you to gotta dig. You got to be willing to dig. Sometimes you got to just wait, you know, be patient. Um, but you got you to ask why. You have to understand why you have to look at circumstances, situations. You know, what was really going on there, I think, probably at first is, you know, these guys are um, they work their tails off and, and they're they're they they like to do jobs that that are good. You know, they want to do a good job and they so appreciate someone being grateful for the work they do. But I think. And, and they communicated this to me over the course when we finally get to, got to go back to work, they ended up finishing the whole building and all that. But over the course of the months after that, you know, we even wrote letters at the end, man, just grateful. It was, it was amazing, dude. It really was. But, but what, what they communicated to me 
later over time was that no one does that. That And so when they rolled up on the job, because everyone else just bossed them and didn't value them and tried to get everything, milk them for all they could, and and all they cared about was the job and everything else, um, when someone cared about them, they wanted to give all they had to all they possibly could. So I'll talk about this in the right fight and we may not have got to it's probably in a, in a future chapter, but I'm going to give some of it away here now. But so in my life, most of my life, um, I was kind of like those guys, you know, I was going to intimidate or, um, assert my power, assert my authority, assert whatever to make sure I got every dime I could get, everything I could get from my dime. That, that, that if I'm paying you, that I get everything I can get out of what I'm paying you. I'm going to make sure I get mine. Right. What I didn't realize is that when you do that, you get far less than if you put the people first. So what you can manipulate out of someone with your intimidation, with your power, with your authority, with all of these things is a fraction of what they'll freely give you if you love them. And I'm going to tell you, man, those guys loved working on that job site. Job site. They did everything as good as they possibly could. Like, I, I just need to get out of the way, right? And, 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 and sometimes, sometimes we love someone, and they take advantage of that love. But you have to understand that if you help someone take advantage of love, you're no longer loving them. You're helping them be selfish, does that make sense? Yeah. So you're safe to love. The safest thing you can possibly do, it doesn't matter if it's building a house, building a family, I don't care, building a business, building an athletic team, whatever it is, you're safe to love. It's the safest thing you can possibly do because, as we've said before, love is your offense and it's your defense. Where you're not safe is when you love yourself. You put yourself first and you use others as resources to accomplish your mission, you're going to burn it down. Does that make sense? Uh, a lot of sense. Yeah. So search for the truth, man. Love is truthful. Yeah. If you search for, if you think the truth is everybody's out to get you all the time and you got to put yourself first, if that's your truth, it's only going to get worse from here. Yeah. Later in the chapter, you say, when I know someone is doing what they are doing, not just to hurt me, but because they are afraid, then it makes it easier for you to love. Yeah. And most people do what they do based on what they feel. Okay. So what they feel is usually based on a lie. So they're doing what they're doing based on a lie. And then you're responding to what they're doing, which is based on a lie, based on another lie. Does that make sense? I almost lost myself in that one. <laughs> okay. Instead of having the, it takes, all it takes is one person with the courage just to stop, slow down, be willing to run up. Get, it's all, I don't care if you run over me, man. I'm not going to let you run over me forever, but I don't mind getting run over. And after you get done running over me, I get a chance to get up and let's talk about the truth. Why'd you run over me? Simple, but powerful. I think you dropped some gold. I hope. So, Let's sign off the way that we do with your statement, trust God's word no matter what. But why don't you, since you are uh, Spanish fluent now, just finish it <laughs> off in Spanish. Trust God's word no matter what. 
Keep your eyes on the horizon. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm going to get in trouble from that. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> I love y'all. Thanks for listening to The Right Fight Podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.